Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. I've got a question here from a man in Missouri, uh, America, uh, and this man's name is Jonathan Wainwright. And Jonathan's in his 60s and he wears dentures. And Jonathan's asking me about uh, mouth yeast infections. What can he do? So let's talk about mouth and throat yeast infections with this video. I'll give you, you know, some understanding on a little bit on what to do and some of the best possible solutions for it. So I'm going to read some out of my book. And I'll also, you know, talk along with that as well. So to reduce your chances of developing and maintaining a mouth or throat yeast infection, I highly recommend you follow these 10 rules. You'll notice that quite a few dietary and lifestyle recommendations are based on the fact that oral and throat yeast infections will thrive in an environment that is warm, dark, moist, and is fed on sugars and yeasty foods. And sometimes also pharmaceutical drugs, as we'll see, can affect the mucosa. Knowing this, Think about excellent oral hygiene and take away food, take away the food supply for the yeast. So take the sugars away, all right? Make it more hostile for yeast to really thrive in the area and uh, keep the area clean. It's also pleasant for people around you if you haven't got like a stinky breath, that you've got like a nice sweet smelling breath. When you've got a good amount of lactic acid, uh, uh, you know, and bacteria loving, the beneficial bacteria in your mouth, you'll have a breath that smells quite okay, a sweet smelling breath, it won't be stinky. There's nothing worse than being near someone whose mouth smells really like a pool, you know, like a public toilet or something. And believe me, there's some stinky breaths out there. I know I've, I've had a few people over the years. This may be part of the reason why I like Skype, because I can't really smell it much on Skype. So not saying that all you guys have stinky breath out there, but if you have got a smell, you know, bad breath or what we call halitosis in medical term, sometimes you won't even know it yourself. Uh, so do not be afraid to ask people around you um, if your breath stinks because it can be quite offensive and embarrassing for you if you don't know. So number one, observe good oral hygiene. Right? It makes good sense to observe very good oral hygiene since this is the entry to the digestive tract. I recommend that you rinse your mouth first and then brush your teeth. You can floss it but gently. Be careful not to floss too hard because you can really damage the gums. I use a tea tree oil toothpaste, uh, but you can also use a bit of baking soda with water or a bit of sea salt, uh, or you can use a commercial toothpaste, but try and get more of a natural one without too many chemicals in it. The best time to brush your tongue is when you brush your teeth in the morning. Bacteria and yeast will multiply more on the tongue overnight than during the day. You may be able to find a good herbal mouthwash at your local health food shop as well. So be careful with the commercial mouthwashes high in alcohol because they can destroy a lot of the beneficial bacteria in the mouth. Not a good idea. To avoid reinfecting yourself when brushing your teeth, try disinfecting your toothbrush regularly by placing the toothbrush in a little bit of hydrogen peroxide for a few minutes before you know, after toothbrushing the tooth. This is especially relevant if you have uh, you know, gum disease, if you've got a lot of a white tongue coating on your tongue. Uh, it's important to keep your toothbrush clean, and very clean. So, a couple of points I'd like to explain to you also with teeth. Many people spend a lot of time cleaning their teeth, but they don't think enough about their gum health, or their tongue health, or the oral cavity you know, inside the mouth in general. So, 
all these areas uh, are very important to keep them in great condition, right? So this is the entry point for the digestive system. It's important that you keep this area clean. The two most uh, bacteria-laden parts of your body are the mouth and the other end of your body, the, the, the anus. They're quite you know, full of bacteria. So knowing that, we're not going to really clean that area too much, you know, apart from when you go to the toilet, but this is the area that we really need to pay attention to. It's important. You know? Looking after your gums, it's a little bit to me like when you've planted a tree and you're looking after the soil, right? The quality of the soil and how strong and healthy the soil is and the microorganisms that live in and on the soil will dictate the health of that tree. Common sense? It is to me. So by looking after the gums very well, brushing them softly or massaging them, eating the right kind of foods, rinsing out your mouth, not eating foods too hot or too cold, you know, burning hot foods, uh, by taking care of the gums and making sure that you've got good nutritional status, feeding up the gums and the rest of the body with uh, good levels of fatty acids, uh, trace elements and vitamins and minerals, you'll ensure you've got very strong gums. Strong gums will, will mean strong teeth. It'll mean that when you get old, that you're not going to have, you know, a mouth like a cave, like only one or two teeth, and there's a lot of wind blowing through it, okay? So you ask someone who's old, and they'll tell you, keep your teeth, look after your teeth. You don't want false teeth or dentures, they're not dark. And, and you know, a lot of people can't chew nuts or eat a lot of food with dentures. And so looking after your teeth is a very, very important investment that many young people don't really understand that concept until they get to be an old bugger like me in their 50s or 60s. They think, oh, I should look after my teeth. should have brushed them all. There are too many teeth ripped out. So gum health is everything, all right? Just remember that. Look after your gums. Be aware dentures. Well, in Jonathan's case, which uh, prompted me to make this video, Jonathan wears dentures and has a lot of problems with dentures. Denture sores are common a very common occurrence, and some estimates are that over 60% of our older denture wearers experience painful mouth ulcers as a result of an underlying yeast infection. You will know that you have a yeast infection by the redness and possible swellings, often involving the upper palate and the root of the mouth. It comes into contact with the denture. The solution? Get your dentures checked regularly to see if they fit well and ensure excellent hygiene practices. Brush with a good uh, herbal, uh, preferably tea tree oil toothpaste, and treat any underlying digestive problems. Also follow my candida pressure uh, diet re-approach, you know, the three-stage dietary approach for a good, a good result. So denture wearers, um, if you have issues, go and see your dentist and go and see someone who works with dentists to make sure that they're fitting really well. Make sure that you chew properly uh, also and cut through the small portion size. Keep your immune system strong. Point number three. Keeping a good, healthy immune system is the key to finding any infection, especially a yeast infection. I often see patients with depressed immune systems who have a mouth or throat yeast infection, and there can be many causes for this. Treating a candida infection is quite straightforward with a good immune system. But for those with a compromised immune system, the treatment is different and may take longer. For example, those who can recognize a history of stress, or those who suffer from AIDS, cancer, diabetes, or certain types of heart disease, uh, including those especially who suffer from adrenal fatigue or thyroid disorders, all will have one thing in common, a poor immune response. And these are typically the patients who struggle with recurring uh, throat or mouth infections. So I see this also in kids, teenagers, for example, who get like, you know, uh, 
ulcers or they get sore throats or they get lymph node swelling you know they may be staying up too late on computers they may be drinking soda drinks they may be eating the wrong kind of foods so a lot of young people today have got poor immune function thanks to google you know in shooting games and ipads and stuff like that but we didn't have many kids there are many products which can help strengthen the immune system but the first thing to take is vitamin c take it until you reach bowel tolerance and work just under this dose for several days so vitamin C is very important to make cortisol. In fact, one of the highest concentrations of vitamin C in your body is found in the adrenal gland. And we believe it's there to help manufacture cortisol. Number four, treat mouth and throat yeast infections locally. The best results come when you treat locally and systemically. So make sure that you use methods which we'll talk about to get the infection sorted in your mouth, in your throat, as well as boost up your immune system uh, systemically. One of the best local treatments for oral and throat infections is live, natural, sugar-free yogurt. The lactic acid-loving bacteria that live in yogurt will thrive naturally in the oral cavity and in the throat, and mouth thrush will often imply that your friendly bacteria levels are low. Just hold the yogurt in your mouth for about five minutes, two or three times per day. You can also kefir. You can gargle with the kefir solution, and you can even use kefir on toothbrush. I've got a patient who said that white tongue disappeared in 48 hours by using kefir on the toothbrush. So that's another idea you can do. Other people do oil pulling. So they get a little bit of oil in there, like coconut oil. First thing in the morning when you wake up, there's a tablespoon of, or two of, 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 of uh, coconut oil in the mouth. And you, you swish it all around the tongue and the gums and everywhere. Just keep coating and coating and swishing it around for about four or five minutes. And then you spit it out in, in the rubbish, okay? So what happens is a lot of the bugs, bad bacteria and yeast get attracted into the coconut oil and then you reject that from the body. And by doing that every day, the coconut oil oil treatment, along with the, uh, the live culture, you're going to freshen up and clean that contents uh, of the mouth out dramatically, especially if you end up you know, really working with digestive enzymes and probiotics systemically. Uh, very clever to do both of those things, all right? Number five, always treat mouth and throat infections systemically. All right? Anyone who comes to my clinic with oral yeast infection will get treated systemically. I presume they have a yeast infection in the digestive system as well. The digestive system is the major place where the candida will live and reside. Candida yeast infection can multiply rapidly and grow out of control, leading to complications all through the body, much further afield. Uh, even into the joints, uh, organs, and different parts of the body. So remember, this is the entry point. Get this strong, and the rest of the body will become strong too. Tea tree oil is a good mouthwash. Don't use those commercial mouthwashes like Listerine and crap like that, okay? It's too strong in the body. So I don't really like them. I think you cause a lot of damage with them. Try a mouthwash with two tablespoons of water to which you've added five drops of tea tree oil. You can also get a water-soluble tea tree oil sometimes, and you can add five to ten drops of that into maybe you know a good ten ounces of water, and just keep rinsing your mouth and gargling with that and spitting it out. Uh, do you have esophageal candida, throat candida? Then do the same thing. Use a few tablespoons of water, add a few drops of tea tree oil, and do a deep gargle. Rinse your mouth or gargle several times per day, and follow my candida pressure you know, program, and you can beat this thing pretty quick. Tea tree oil is safe to use and is non-toxic like many websites have made it out to be. You're not going to drink tea tree oil. You're going to gargle with it and spit it out. You're going to brush your teeth with a few drops on, on the toothbrush and spit it out. Okay? 
Number seven, avoid hot and spicy foods and drinks. So if you've got a really uh, bad problem with your tongue or your throat or your mouth, keep away from stuff like raw chilies and lots of raw garlic, like really strong things in the mouth, okay? They can really aggravate at the time. If you have anything, uh, an issue with the skin lining your mouth or throat, then you're best to avoid placing anything in your mouth which is excessively hot, spicy, uh, or irritating. You'll heal the skin faster by removing these obstacles from your diet, okay? So it makes common sense. Burning hot coffee, freezing cold, uh, things in your mouth, not really a good idea. Eight, we've already spoken about this to a degree, vitamin and mineral deficiencies. They're very common in many countries. When you lack crucial nutrients like vitamins and minerals, your immune system will be one of the first things to become compromised. Immune suppression and immune incompetence commonly occur as a result of deficiencies, and some of the most common ones are iron and zinc. Up to 30% of people I see have got an iron or zinc deficiency. Vegetarians often lack iron and B12. One of the best ways to ensure you do not become deficient is by eating a healthy, balanced diet and in, in uh, conjunction taking a very good, comprehensive multivitamin and mineral supplement. This is one of the causes of mouth and throat infections you can easily remedy. I'm currently working on a product called Canzita Rebuild. It'll be the first product of its kind, and it's a multivitamin specifically targeted for people with SIBO and Candida. It's going to have a very uh, um, special fungal, antifungal, antibacterial backbone sort of powder added to it, and it's a multi-designed to heal the mucosa and, and the lining of the gut. Specifically targeted. It can be taken by anybody, uh, even as a general multi for young people and adults, but it's especially good for people with compromised digestive system. And I'm also using specific forms uh, of vitamins and minerals for easy absorption. Iron deficiency. It is surprising how many women lack sufficient iron in their diet. Some experts estimate 30% of women in many developed countries have some kind of iron deficiency. And that can have a huge effect on the immune system. Wounds tend to heal slower when iron deficiency is present. And a lack of iron is reason why wounds on the corner of the mouth as well as mouth ulcers and throat lesions do not heal properly. So iron is necessary to carry oxygen around the body. Iron has a boost and stimulating effect on immune function. Get a blood test done to see you know, what your level is. And the, probably the best thing to do then is maybe to take an iron supplement if you're low in it. So ferritin is the iron storage, and serum iron is what you, you know, basically got in your blood. Zinc deficiency. Zinc is the most profound influence on many aspects of immune function, and a lack of zinc in the diet can cause many problems, including impaired wound healing and chronic ulceration. So zinc taste tests you can actually do at your chemist or your naturopath, or as a nutritional doctor, or you can do a zinc taste test for you. But zinc should be part of your multivitamin. Nine, try zinc and vitamin C lozenge. So tip number nine is uh, this will heal any kind of ulcer up in the mouth quite quickly. If you observe good oral hygiene, eat good food, have plenty of nutrients in your diet, and you still have a problem with recurring ulcers and things, uh, or candida, try the zinc and vitamin C lozenge. They will heal many issues affecting the mouth, gums, and, and tongue and throat. I highly recommend lozenges for sore throat, mouth ulcers, poor immune function, and herpes simplex, a cold sore outbreaks, for example. Uh, try sucking on a lozenge every two hours and you'll find often one relief. Number 10, avoidance of steroid drugs and antibiotics. This is a big one. One of the biggest causes of oral or throat yeast infections is antibiotics or inhaled steroids, which are commonly used in asthma. 
Pharma drugs, pharmaceutical drugs, are a commonly overlooked cause of many yeast infections. And one major cause I've seen time and again in my clinic. Are you an asthmatic or regularly experience a sore throat? Have cracked corners of your mouth or find that you experience recurring mouth ulcers? And talk to your doctor and find out if the drug that you're taking is linked with any of these problems. Yeah? And if in doubt, go to Google. Dr. Google will often tell you these things too. Those who take an antibiotic will not only discover that they may be much more prone to diarrhea and upset uh, digestive system, they'll also be a lot more prone to uh, issues of the mouth and throat. Okay, so just bear that in mind. Always be on guard if you take an antibiotic or inhaled steroid and look out for telltale signs, okay? Many people um, who take um, you know, immune suppressant drugs will get uh, some kind of oral problem. So be very sure the drug you're taking is not constantly causing this problem. If you continue to have a problem with your mouth, you'll eventually have a problem you know, further down with your throat and your stomach and your small bowel. Everything downstream will get affected. So it's important to get the mouth problem sorted, okay? So I hope that gives you some good information, Jonathan, on mouth and throat yeast infections. You can fix them up, but as I always say, work on the cause. Thanks for tuning in.